Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. To feel the presence of the Lord. It's nothing like being able to feel the presence of the Lord. I want to help somebody this morning before I start preaching. I uh, was in a revival. And uh, I'd been in this revival for probably a little over a month. And uh, absolutely nothing was happening. And uh, I become a little concerned and worried. And I said, God, get me out of there. I said, nothing's happening. Just get me out of there. This is going to help somebody this morning. And this is what he said to me. He said, is not one soul worth it? And oh, I'm telling you, my heart was crushed, brother, when he spoke those words to me. And I said that to say this, if I would have given up on that revival and not went back to that revival, there was one lady that prayed through in that revival. If I had not went back, so when it looks like you're the only one doing anything and nobody else wants to do it, and you throw the towel in, I said, you throw the towel in, praise God, I wonder what would have happened if you said, you know what, I'm tired, I'm over, you know, I'm just, I can't go it no more. But I wonder if you would just step back up to the batting plate and say, you know what, God, I looked at this all wrong. And I'm going to get back in the game. Praise God, I just wonder who you would affect. Praise God, that was Lamyop, that was free for you. Praise God. If you have a Bible, as you turn to the book of 2 Samuel, verse, or chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. Amen. Get it out of your mind that nobody wants to do anything. You just do your part and don't worry about anybody else. And God will take care of the rest. Oh, I could really do some damage. <laughs> I'm not. I could do some damage, Elder. The Bible says, When David inquired of the Lord and said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them, and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And let it be when thou hearest the sound of the going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself, for then shall the Lord go out before thee and smite the host of the Philistines. Oh, sweet God, we thank you this morning for the word. Thank you for all these precious songs. Thank you, God, for what you're fixing to do here in these next few minutes. Help somebody to respond to the word and not me this morning, God. We'll praise you. Thank you. Glorify you. Put your Bibles down. Let's praise it one more time. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated this morning. Young people, can I just say it like this? This is your appointed time. That's what I want to preach about at an appointed time. There is something about timing. Doing something at the right time makes all the difference in the world. Now, when a sympathy, or, uh, when, when an orchestra begins to warm up, 
It sounds like chaos. All playing parts of a song and it sounds so ugly. But when they do it at the right time, it suddenly begins to make music. Come on. Day traders have become a new phenomenal in our culture, haven't they? The basis gets to watch this mysterious indicator in the stock market, which it certainly, I certainly don't understand it. And from that, pick just the right moment to buy the stock or to dump the stock. And at that very hour, they are watching that indicator. It points the course of their action. If time's just right, money can be made. And of course, if at time's wrong, you'll lose the shirt. Timing, doing the right thing at the right time, saying the right thing at the right time. As a kid, I learned when to ask for something from my parents and when not to ask dad. When dad's standing there looking at a flat tire, that's not a real good time to say, you think I might can get an increase on the allowance, Pop? That's not a good time. I said, that's not a good time. There is certainly a sense of timing in God's kingdom. I can't begin to claim that I know or understand all of God's ways because I don't. I certainly don't know all the reasons why God does what he does and how God does them and when God does them. And I don't suppose I probably ever will. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I understand that today, praise God. All I can do in many situations is just simply trust that his ways are higher and try to understand it. But one thing I do know, he operates at an appointed time. I said he operates at an appointed time. And my, as he give this church an appointed time, praise God. The Philistines were some of the most hated enemy of Israel. For years and years, they had, plugged, they had plagued Israel. And you could go all the way back to the era of Judges, and you can find for the mind that these, these accounts, when Samson was battling these fierce and wicked people, and praise God, the Bible records that they had mastered the use of iron. And they had built chariots of which they made them terrible and mighty in battle. You know, I could just imagine. And David, of course, had, he had made his mark against them and slew their champion, Goliath. You all know the story. But over the years, they would come again and again, and Israel would have to battle. And our text today records such a season. They was... There in the valley, spread out over the valley there that day. And David asked, he said, should I go and fight? God says, go. God grants Israel victory. The pagan idols were left and burned. In the next few verses, they come again to this same place. And there's a uh, idea, a novel idea. We just got the stuff we kicked out of us there. We've lost all of our gods. 
We buried hundreds of them, thousands of our fellow soldiers. We're humiliated to defeat. Let us do it again, huh? Hello, somebody. David asked again, shall I go? Don't you just know that David expected or expected the command just to go? Nope, you circle around them and sit under those mulberry trees and wait. When you hear a going of some kind of stirring, that's the time. What have we been hearing around here, church? A stirring. What have we been hearing around here? thinking why 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 won't we just go and whip them now why should we just sit under the shade there's an enemy right waiting and ready I feel to tell somebody this morning this is God's timing that he's brought you to this place come on this is God's timing that he's brought you to this place this morning that he's led you uh, and he's strategically, oh my God, he's placed you here in this service this morning. It's not by accident. Uh, you're here at God's timing. I said you're here at God's timing. Uh, you're at the timing uh, where your need, uh, God can meet your need uh, and supply what you need. Uh, he's brought your emptiness uh, to its fullness. Uh, he's brought your turmoil uh, to a place uh, of pain. He's brought your sins and his blood in contact this morning. He's brought your desire and his desire to perfect timing in harmony this morning. This Sunday morning is a God-inspired time for somebody to find an answer. Corinthians says that hear us in a time accepted. You're here today at an appointed time. Don't you miss your appointment. Missing appointments are never good. Our dentists, our orthodontics, our doctors all place a call the night before to remind us don't miss it. Remember, you need to be here. I'd like to encourage somebody, don't miss your appointment. Uh, this matters more than anything uh, your doctor can do for you. Uh, he, come on now. He can attempt to heal your body, uh, but God can heal your soul. Uh, I said God can heal your soul. Uh, this is more than important than any orthodontist. Uh, he can straighten out your teeth, uh, but God can straighten out your life. This matters more than your dentist can offer. He can fill a hole in your smile, but God 
can fill a hole in your life. I said, God can fill a hole in your life. Don't miss this God moment. Uh, I thought about this service, uh, and I just kept getting this nudge in my spirit all day long yesterday. Tell him it's time. Uh, it's time. Uh, it's time. Uh, don't wait now today. Uh, it's time. Uh, now it's time for somebody to repent uh, of their sins. Uh, be baptized in the name uh, of Jesus uh, and receive uh, the Holy Ghost. Now's the time. David, that's stirring at the top of the trees. That's just not a summer breeze, David. That's your signal to move. Ma'am, that troubled spirit that you have today, that's not emotion or, or self-imposed guilt. That's God. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Lord saying, go ahead, take a step, uh, try it, move. Uh, it's time. Uh, this service, this is a day that the Lord has made for you in this service. Come on, somebody reach out, church. God wants to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost today. God wants to baptize somebody, uh, baptize somebody in the name of Jesus. Now, if you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, your sins have not been remitted. Only the name of Jesus can remit your sins. Titles, Father, Son, Holy Ghost cannot remit your sins. Just accepting him as your personal Savior does not help you. <laughs> you have to have an experience with him. Amen? Any person in here that's received the Holy Ghost received, received an experience. Amen. Praise God. And God would like for somebody to receive that same experience this morning that I've received. There's a story found in John chapter 5, a place called the Pool of Bethesda, just meaning the house of mercy. Praise God. And it was a very not very attractive, a pool of water by the sheep market, but ever so often something miraculous will begin to occur and for the angel went down in a certain season into the pool and he troubled the waters and whosoever first friend of mine after the trouble of the water stepped in was made whole of whatever disease uh, he had I don't know how often this occurred but maybe annually maybe monthly I'm not sure but I tend to think it was random what I do know is Jumping in the water on any other day would not do nothing but get you wet and dirty. You still had your sickness. You still had your pain. The same water. Same action. Same need. No results. Wrong timing. Wrong timing. But if on that appointed day you were first in, something wonderful happened. Whatever sickness you had was completely instantly healed. 
Can you imagine the anticipation uh, which they lay there? The Bible said the previous verse that they lay there waiting for the moving uh, of the water. Well, the waters are troubled this morning. Uh, there's a moving uh, in the water today. Uh, that was their only hope. Uh, Jesus uh, is your only hope. Now, when it moved, I promise you, nobody had to be begged them to get into the water. Hey, there it goes. Come on. Nah, I don't think so today. Not today. Everybody's watching me. Everybody's got their eyes on me this morning. It's been too long since it moved. Maybe next time. I don't want to draw attention to myself. This is not about anybody else but you and God today. The Bible says work out your own soul salvation for you. Nobody else, you. Not on your life, friend of mine. These people will crawl over each other. Why? It was time. God was moving. Come on. God was moving the miracles here. Everything they hoped for that finding life was right there, right then. You can't miss this. Don't you miss this moment this morning. They fell into two categories. The man born blind dreamed of seeing. And the man gone blind remembers seeing. The man born crippled dreamed of running and the man gone crippled remembered running. Maybe you've dreamed of salvation. Maybe, friend of mine, you know a little bit about salvation. Praise God. Maybe you've dreamed of peace and joy. In some way, I believe that's even more haunting. Praise God. And now it's all right here. It's time for you to respond. I said, it's time for you to respond. How do we know when it's time? How do I know? Uh, come on, that it's my morning. Uh, come on, he, he wants to change your life today. How do I know this is a day that he'll take all my sins? Uh, how do I know that, friend of mine, this morning uh, is when I need to be baptized in the name of Jesus uh, and have an experience with God? Uh, that's an easy question. Uh, when it comes to God, uh, God desires to work in your life. Uh, it's always right now. always right now come on I'm not going to preach much longer God's waiting on somebody to respond this morning come on he's waiting on somebody this morning the ark of the covenant when, when it was moving Israel friend of mine couldn't sit still when God moves it's time to follow him it's time for you to make a move towards your Lord this morning. They commanded people, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and this priest of the Levites bearing it, when you shall remove from your place and go after it. When God moves, you've got to, come on now, you've got to remove yourself from the place that you're at right now. Come on, you hid behind a pew right now, but it's time to get up out of that pew and follow after him. You know that God's talking to your heart this morning. It's time for you to make a move to him. You know that God's already done spoke to you. It's time for you to get up. He's moving. 
Let's stand to our feet this morning. Don't you miss the opportunity that the Lord is coming to this service to fill you with the Holy Ghost. But you're going to have to make a move towards him this morning. I said, you're going to have to make a move towards him this morning. Now is the accepted time. Now is the accepted time. Let's come and gather around this altar this morning.